Hey, Slayers. Welcome to the Chardonnay and Slay Your Business podcast. My name is Jamie King, aka The Slay Coach. I'm a business coach, educator, mom, and founder of the Chardonnay and Slay brand. Last year, I went from broke fitness coach to six figures in six months. Each week, you will hear myself, guest experts, and other boss babes just like you share their proven strategies on how to take your business from baby grave to expensive boss babe Bordeaux. It's time to show up and have your voice heard. Now pour a glass of bubbles and get ready to slay with me. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? And welcome to day two of the Attention Horror Challenge. And today... We are telling our story of the shit we fucked up. This is uncomfortable. Nobody wants to talk about this. But if you are hopping on live, say hello. If you're watching the replay, let me know you're watching the replay. I'm going to be sharing this into my group and then we're going to get started. So I had some crazy uh, technical difficulties. I downloaded new software on my computer. What's up, Brittany? Um, And it would not like for the life of me, play, um, it wouldn't work. My new software wouldn't work on my live stream on my computer. So I'm on my phone, improvising and going live to talk about your storytelling for today. What's up, Jamie? So if you got your homework, you should have it in your inbox. And if you haven't, let me know. Let me know where you're watching from. What's up, Megan? Um, my team can help you guys if you have not gotten the homework for day two, it should be in your email inbox. If you signed up for this challenge, if you haven't signed up for the challenge yet and you are listening on the podcast replay, then the link will be in the show notes for the Attention Horror Challenge. So we are going to get started on telling the story that's super, super, super uncomfortable. <laughs> no one likes talking about when they fucked up. (laughs) Like literally, oh, hi, Megan. (laughs) No one likes talking about the mistakes we've made. It's not fun. It doesn't feel good. It feels like scary that people will find out about us. They will know we are an imposter. They will get all of the, and they will run away. They'll get all the bad feelings and they'll run away and they won't want to work with us, right? So. And the reality is telling our truth and telling our mistakes when we mess up is actually what connects our clients, our potential clients, our future ideal clients. They see it as a sense of power, as a sense of strength because vulnerability is strength. Saying the shit that's scary is actually really, really powerful. So today we're going to talk about storytelling basics and we'll get down to the nitty gritty of how to tell that story. So I want you to think about storytelling like this. I was listening to a really good book and it explains storytelling in a way that I've never heard anyone explain it. But I want you to think about our brain actually uses calories to process thoughts. So when we are thinking about something, I want you to think about it as we're burning calories. We're walking on a treadmill. So our brain, since it's a processing system, is always trying to figure out 
how can it save calories? How can it save energy? How can it save effort? It's always trying to save itself because it's doing so many unconscious things like keeping our heart beating, keeping our blood flowing, telling us to move our arms when we say move. It's doing so many things all the time that it's always trying to conserve energy. So it's always trying to drown out the noise from our surroundings. So if you walk into this conference room, I am going to notice there are doors. I'm going to notice the the protective mechanisms. Like if I need to escape, if I need to leave the room, this is where I go. This is where the bathroom is. This is where the water is. This is where the food is. I'm going to notice all the things that help me live and survive and breathe and exist in this space. I am not going to see the 12 chairs sitting in this room, or I'm not going to know that there are 12 chairs. I'm going to see that there are chairs, but I'm not going to know how many chairs are in this room. I'm only going to know the necessities of what I need to survive or thrive in this situation, in this scene. So storytelling for your brain is like taking sounds like banging, drums, horns, and making them into music. Because you put all these sounds together, it sounds like noise and it overwhelms you and it overwhelms our brain and we don't want to hear it. We don't like hearing a toddler banging on a bunch of different instruments in (laughs) non-synchronicity and it creates chaos. Stories take our life and organizes the noise into a song. So stories are just a way of organizing thoughts and telling thoughts and getting your point across in an organized way that the brain can comprehend easily with the smallest amount of effort. Because like I said, your brain is constantly, continuously trying to save its energy. We're not trying to expend our energy because it's always in survival mode. Your brain's only job is to keep you alive and well and protect you. (laughs) And a lot of times our fears and our brain and our thoughts are irrational and doesn't actually protect us. It actually keeps us stuck. It actually keeps us from the things we want. It keeps us from taking risks so that we don't get the reward. (laughs) No risk, no reward. So our brain is actually our enemy (laughs) most of the time. And I will tell you, the number one thing, you guys, that makes me successful in my business, super successful, whatever you perceive success to be, is I am in control of my brain. I still have all the thoughts, all the things that pop up, all the fears. I still get those. I am able to tell those fears to fuck off better than 99% of the people in my field. So I'm the master of my energy. I am the master of my brain. And I tell my stories and I speak my truth fearlessly. So I want you to think of your stories and speaking your truth fearlessly as you organizing your thoughts for your audience to understand easily. So if you're trying to tell them, and let me tell you the basics of storytelling. Guys, if you are watching this live, comment live, hello. Um, What's up, Aisha? What's up, Jen? What's up, another Jen, Jennifer? So if you're watching live, say hello. And I'm going to ask you if you are not driving like Megan to take notes in this moment because I'm going to walk you through and you will notice this. Every story the basics of storytelling. What's up, Melissa? Every single story has these characteristics. Every story, a movie, everything that we watch has the exact same plot. 
line. (laughs) Not the exact same, but it has the same characteristics that connect us and draw us in and then make it easy for our brains to follow. Because if a story's all over the place, if it's confusing, if it's over here, it's over there, the plot line's not clear, we're unengaged, our brain loses attention because it's not something we need to see. And then we walk out of the movie theater. So seven characteristics of a good story, and every good story has these things. It has a character, number one, a character, which is you. You are the hero. You are the character of your story. It has a character that encounters a problem. A problem. I want you to think of any movie. Comment below your favorite movie. Let me know what your favorite movie is or what your favorite um, series of movies. Let me know in the comments. So a character encounters something, a huge problem, and then segue into part two, they reach the peak of their desperation. They're like, done. They're like we talked about yesterday, their rock bottom moment. We talked about yesterday in crafting the story of your rock bottom moment. Then steps in some type of mentor, a guru, a guide. And that guru, that guide, that helper, the friend, the right-hand man, the sidekick, whatever, the Obi-Wan Kenobi, (laughs) steps in and gives them a tool or a plan that calls them to action. It says, here's your tool. Now go do this. And then that call to action, the actions that they take, helps them narrowly avoid failure or helps them get past the thing that they never thought that they could get past. And then the end is they end with success and the happy ending and everything that they ever wanted. So the basics of storytelling walks through those seven steps. Every single story. Some version of that is literally every movie you've probably ever seen. And now you're going to not be able to unsee it when you like read a book or go to the movie because it's literally, you guys, it's literally all the same. So if you can master those seven parts of storytelling, you're the hero. This is how you build your story brand. And if you are the hero, your call to actions have some type of emotion that is evoking in your clients. They are seeing you as the person who can be their Obi-Wan, who can be the one to guide them out of despair and they will connect with you through your personal stories. So make stories, not noise. <laughs> Clarify your message, who you are trying to talk to, because our brains are always trying to save us. It's not trying to burn calories. So when we have unclear sales copy, when we have a website that has like 20 different things going on, our brains get overwhelmed and we're like, ah, I don't know about that. Or if we have a sales page that's like 80 pages long, or if we <laughs> aren't clear on what the end result is that our clients are going to master when they work with us, then they might get lost and their brain might shut off. Like whose brain, if, you let, if your brain gets overwhelmed easily, let me know in the comments because I know my brain gets overwhelmed super easy. So with stories, stories make the noise and turn it into something organized that our brains can follow without expending a ton of energy. So that's why stories, the brain science around stories, why they work to help organize our thoughts and connect us 
to our ideal client. They see us as the hero that has been where they are that can help them get to where they're going or the hero that has the um, coffee mug that they're selling that is, saves the day. <laughs> because if you're a product or a service or whatever type of business you're in, People have to know, like, and trust you. And I talked to one of my clients today. I was on client calls today. And I talked to her and I said, I want you to think about every single person that's bought something from you. What did they all have in common? And she was in a network marketing company. And she said, they all knew me. Okay, they knew you and they bought something from you. I said, did they buy something from you out of pity just to help you out? Or did they buy something from you because they actually wanted that product and you had what they wanted? And she said, no, they actually wanted to try the product. They had the problem that the product solved. I said, oh, okay, so why did they buy from you? They bought from her because they all knew her. So everyone, regardless of if you're in a product-based business, a service-based business, there has to be a level of no like, and trust before people will buy from you, unless you're the only place that I can get this one thing but why are you different? You, your stories, your brand. I don't care if you're a photographer, if you're a massage therapist, you, if you're good at what you do, what is going to separate you apart from the rest of the people in the sea of photographers, of wedding planners, of whatever, of coaches, life coaches, mindset coaches, of all the things, <laughs> of event venues, whatever it is, what is going to separate you is going to be your stories and your personality and your personal brand. So the four or five pillars of what makes you different and unique and you <laughs> is going to separate you apart. People want to fall in love with a hero. They want to fall in love with a story. And then they'll be like, oh, I don't care whatever she's selling. I'm just going to buy it because I love her. She's awesome. She's so positive and energetic and happy. So day two is all about talking about where you fucked up. So come from a place of honesty, of integrity. Don't overthink it. Don't put too much like, oh, is this the right story I should be telling? Just be like, look, this is where I fucked up and this is the lesson I learned from that. I'm not going to walk you through the entire journal prompt today. But if you're signed up for this challenge, you will get the journal prompt. You have it already. It talks about what is somewhere where you learned a big lesson and owning it authentically because people respect people that show up honesty with honesty and integrity. So I show up, if I'm late, I'm apologizing. I show up in a way that I always deliver, but I'm always going to be fucking late. And I own that shit. That's part of my branding. It's part of me like, I came in the world two weeks late and here I am late. That's just me. But you're going to get me, all of me. And if I mess up, I'm not going to cover it up. I'm not going to be like, oops, that was someone else. I'm not going to blame it on anyone else. If I fuck up in my business, I'm going to own my fuck ups. I was late for a client, meeting a client this weekend in person because I don't typically meet clients in person. So it was out of my routine and it was thrown off. It threw me off. But I apologized and I learned a huge lesson about what not to do going forward. So think about what's up, Nicole? What's up, Lauren? What's up, Courtney? And think about how you can genuinely connect with your mistakes because they will see you as not just the hero that learned a lesson. They'll see you as a human. They don't want to see perfect. No one wants to see, because like I said at the beginning of this live video, vulnerability 
is strength. People that are vulnerable are not seen as weak. They're seen as brave. So how can you be your most brave, badass self right now in this moment and tell a story that makes you seem humble and human to your audience? makes you seem like a real relatable person. They need to see themselves in you. So I hope that helps you guys. Day two of the Attention Horror Story Challenge. Um, And make sure that when you are sharing an image, make sure it matches the story that you are telling. Face the light. I'm in a conference room. I don't have great light right now. But face the light. Convey, when you're taking pictures, convey the energy that you want to take that you want to show off in that photo. So if I'm telling a happy story, I'm going to laugh in my picture and I'm going to pretend like I'm laughing while I'm taking the picture because it seems more realistic. I'm not going to like fake laugh, make a little funny half smile. I'm going to actually laugh. And then I'm going to take the photo. So if I'm telling a story where I fucked up, it's going to be a face like this. And if you can't see me because you're on the podcast, I'm like making a wincy face and I'm like, Oh, oops, making the oops face (laughs) because it relates to that. Or if I'm telling a power or a strength story, I'm going to stand strong. I'm going to get a timer. I'm going to take a picture with a tripod or set up a timer and put my phone up against a wall and take a picture of me standing against a wall looking strong and brave and noble. (laughs) Like think about being an actor in your photos and that's what will match the visual side to the written side of your copy in your storytelling. And that's how you build a personal brand. It's you amplified into a story and a visual expression of that. The power of storytelling, you guys, and the power of social media is that we all have the ability to create our own reality television show on Facebook, on Instagram, on Instagram stories, on Facebook Live. We all have the ability to create our own real world at any given time. And there are no longer the gatekeepers of you have to have a television network or a publisher behind you. Anyone can write a book and publish it on Amazon. If it's good, it's going to get traction. The market gets to decide now. There are no gatekeepers of just, oh, you want to be an actor? Well, you have to you know, get a deal. You have to get an audition for major movies. Anybody can go make movies. Anybody can be a filmmaker. Anybody can create reality TV shows on their phone and create a Facebook page and build an audience. We all have the internet now. So the old school way of you can only get a book published through a book publisher. You can only you know, get your brand out there if you have some type of capital or money. We all have social media. It's free advertising. And if you have what the market wants, if your business is a good product, service, whatever, if it's better than everyone else, show up that way and tell why. Tell your stories of why you're better and make it a fun place to interact and engage and to learn and to grow. And people are going to be dripping on everything that you say. You don't need 8 million followers on Instagram to build a personal brand, you guys. You just need the right followers. And there are 7.5 billion people on this planet. So tell your stories and the right people will find you if you're showing up in a way that is magnetic to them. So thank you for tuning in for day two. And I will be back live tomorrow, day three, to talk about who really inspired you the most in life and business. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in and I will catch you later.